you know, I am a true believer in if you hate your job, quit it. Like, once it gets to the point to where it's unbearable to go into work and you're just hating every second of it, I am a true believer in that you should quit. And I know it's it's going to be, it's going to suck at first. And it's going to, I mean, we all believe that the stuff we talk ourselves into, like, there's no other job like my job. Like, we hate our job. What I dislike is people who... I don't like, I don't dislike the people, but I dislike the attitude that everybody's like, man, I hate my job, but they do nothing to change their, because I mean, that's something that you can change. You hate your job, it's easy to find another one, all right, depending on what city you're in and if your city has those jobs, especially if your job pays a lot, I know it's going to be hard, but a lot of times, from what I hear, people hate their jobs and it's just, there's so many more opportunities out there. There's so many more opportunities. It, you're not gonna. You're never. I don't. I don't see too many people. Nah, because I I do run into a couple people who just they don't want too much out of life. It's like, hey, I'm happy where I'm at. I don't want too much. You know, I have my upset days. I have my days where I am a little bit upset, but not to where I hate the job every day. Like I work with people who truly hate my who hate the job. I don't hate my job. I just dislike my boss. Which makes me hate my job. But I, I really don't hate it. Because the job is cool. It's just my boss. He just makes it unbearable for me. But I work with some very upset people. And like I, I've said before, my job doesn't pay enough. So, I mean, I work with people who... One thing I dislike is people who always act like they're the only ones that are allowed to have a bad day. So if they come in like, not today... I can't do it today, or I'm like, hey, how you doing? Uh, or if they're slacking, I gotta go write them. I'm, I'm normally the funny person, but when we're behind schedules, like, hey, come on, I need you to pick it up. I had to talk to people yesterday, and all of them, not today, we're upset, I'm upset, I'm up. And there's this one girl in particular who's like, I'm upset, I just, not today, I just can't deal with it. I'm like, listen, we're all upset, that's always my answer. Everybody's upset. You're not the, you are not the only person who woke up today and was like, you know what, I can't deal with today. You're not the only person. You got to get to work. I need, I, I have to hit numbers. I got, and the apartment, and I looked out for her and put her in, in an easy department and she's still slow. So I'm taking, I got to get, I got to take her out today. But, uh, hey, I, I just dislike when people act like that. Like every day is a bad day or, you know, they're the only ones that are allowed to have a bad day. Like I don't wake up with bad days, even though I go into work and I'm smiling constantly and I'm like hey everybody you got to smile come on let's get this day going you know and I'm always trying to perk people up it may look like I'm happy well I really am happy for real I don't really hate I mean there's no reason for me to dislike anything about today I mean I woke up I'm here you know I I don't want to be a job I don't want to be at my job until I'm at my job once I'm at my job I'm good it's just a ride it's just waking up at five in the morning to get dressed and I'm just hating every bit of it. The moment I get in my car and I start riding to work, I become okay. Like I am okay. The moment I step into work, I'm like, hey, I'm here. You know, I, I literally let every, let it all go. But see, my last job, it was, it was painful every bit of the way. 
even the moment I got into the work, I'm like, I do not want to be here. I do not want to be here. That's, that was my thought every day. I don't want to be here. Once it gets to that point, I feel like you should start looking for a different job. There is no need to be unhappy. It, I took a I took a huge pay cut just because every single it, I didn't even have a backup plan. I just through the grace of God, I was just like I, I got to get out of here. With I had no plans, I had no backup plans, no nothing. You may call it stupid, but I st- spending another day in that place would have driven me crazy. Would have driven me mad. And yes. I did contemplate on going back just because, I mean, I mean, I missed the money. I missed the money. I missed the easy money because this job doesn't pay as much. And the work is 10 times harder, physically harder, not mentally because it's easy work. It's just physically harder. But those are just things you have to deal with. I mean, when looking for a different job, I mean, and that's one of the problems we have at my job and why we keep losing people left and right and you know I I give when people tell me they're quitting kudos I want the best for you because if if you're not on my roster that means I don't have to worry about you slacking off like this girl is she's a slacker I'm waiting for the day she quits I'm waiting for the day she quits because once you're on my roster then I'm like, okay, now I got I to gotta plan for you. I got to put you somewhere. And in every department, the girl, just she just sucks in every single department. Every place I've put her, she just sucks. She's, I mean, granted, she is about 300 and something pounds. She's a big lady. But, I mean, I still got to, I still have to expect the same thing out of you that I expect out of everybody else. I mean, this girl, and she just, she gets tired so many, and I get it, you're a big lady, but she gets tired so often that it's like, I just give me, give me more than what you're giving me because I know what you're giving me is not your bare minimum. I need your bare minimum. If, I mean, I need a little more work, just a little more work out of you. I mean, cause this lady gives me crap. I'm like, and there's no looking out for her. I put her in the easiest department where, I mean, it's so easy. It's, it's it's so it's such easy work. I put her in the easy department. She did good the first day. The third and the fourth day, I'm at the uh, the second, third, and fourth day. Oh Lord, I'm like, what's going on? And I, I went to her, talked to her yesterday. I was like, hey, listen, uh, I put you in the CG department because you were talking about how hard it was for you out here with everybody else. Now. I put you in. I put you in this easy department because you should be able to. It's it's extremely easy over here. It's extremely easy over here. You should be able. To, you should be beating all my other people in numbers. Yet I have a guy who was outshining you. I mean, and there is no way in this department, and the only way you could be sucking that bad. Like she wasn't. She was. I'll say that she was on goal, right? We have a goal set up. We have to have this many done by. But in this department, you should be blowing it out of the water. And if you're not blowing it, we use this department as like a buffer because our other department is, since we're running slow, 
in our we don't have a lot of people here. We use this buffer. We use this department as a buffer to lift the other departments up in numbers because it helps with our numbers. I mean, yesterday we had a guy in the harder departments who was outworking the the lady in the buffer. So it was just like, and we still and we still came out an average, like we came up with a, a regular score. Like I'm, I think we barely hit target, but we were set up to where, to blow. Tar- to blow that target out of the water. So, I didn't tell her, but I have to go in today. It is early in the morning. It's about 6 o'clock in the morning now. But I had to go. I got to go in and change her around. I can't have her. I cannot have her in that department. Because it's just not going to work with her. Because uh, I, I, I gave her, I, I had, at the end of the night, I had to send three or four people over there just to uh just eventually buff up target uh buff up the numbers a little more so we could uh actually come out on average cuz i mean one person can get that one person can get that department running smooth i mean where i had her at i mean it only takes one maybe two people i mean and i sent one person over there and that lady was just and she came in and she was sick and see that's the problem i keep trying to look out for people and I, I see now that I just can't do it. I just cannot look out for people. Because the, the other lady, I work in a department full of ladies. I have one guy. So all my anger and frustration are going to be with, I mean, the guy, he upsets me too. And I'll talk about him another day. But I work, 90% of my time is spent around women. So... I said to that she came in, I'm really sick, you know, can I work in the, it's a very easy department. So I said, yeah, you're good, because I don't have anything right here for you at this moment in the other department, so I'll let you work in that one, get it caught up. And I, since the department's so easy, I think they see it as like, okay, I can just chill over here and do the, you know, and take my time. That's not what that department's for. If I put you in that department and we're lacking in that department, like, it's so easy that, no, there is no way. There is no way. So, I got to take her. I don't care. She's dying today. I can't keep her in that department. I, and I've, ta- I've talked to them both yesterday. Like, listen, guys, you guys should be blowing every department out of the water. Yet, for one of the one of the periods, uh, they were barely ahead by, like, four, four transactions. I'm like, nah. Guys, I have this guy out here who is almost outworking you. There's no reason why he should be outworking you. Or he, there's no reason he should be that close to you in transactions. But, yeah. Another thing, too. You know, what I've been thinking about, it just hit my brain. Because I was talking to this one guy yesterday. And his wife, he, he, he and his wife work there. And uh, his wife has a whole host of problems. Like anxiety, uh, migraines, like this guy has depression, like I don't know if it's clinical depression, I don't know if he's been diagnosed, but he has like real bad depression and I have a friend whose wife has like clinical depression and I'm in my brain, because I said this yesterday to him, because he was talking about his wife's migraines and anxiety and all that, I'm like, Part of me wants to know how it feels. 
and it, I was like, man, I, I would not that I want to keep that forever, but just to know how it feels for a couple of seconds, just to know, like, I've never, I've had bad headaches, like, these, these things that inhibit people from doing things, like, like, public speaking, I know it's scary, because trust me, I get scared too, but, like, I want to know, like, how much fear flows through your body, or, like, what do you, what is a person with extreme anxiety, what do they feel, because, I mean, I've been nervous before, like, I, I get scared sometimes, but not enough to stop me from doing something, or to be like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen, like, I have a friend who has anxiety too, he has it real bad, and... I've always wanted to know, like, what it felt like to to be really extremely nervous towards, like, listen, or you start thinking about everything, or you get around people, and you get nervous, and, like, how does that work? Like, that's something I just never, like, when I get around a group of people, my mind is like, okay, you know, I have to be on, like, especially if I'm with my kids, my mind goes to another level, and I'm like, okay, now, if something happens, I'm thinking about this, but not enough to, like, take me out of the situation, like I can, like I hear when people have anxiety, they get out of the situation. They're they're like if they're having fun and they get into a, uh, a surrounding where it's a lot of people, their mind just goes and they start like becoming a recluse, and they just start like they don't talk to people and they just like okay because they're always thinking about something. It's like I've never got like that. I don't understand it, and I've always wanted to like just for a second because that's not something I would ever want to live with. But in my brain, I'm like, there is no way I can live like that. There is no way that I can live. Like, public speaking. I used to be afraid of public speaking. But I, at my last job, I worked with one of the best bosses I've ever had. I mean, he was, he really, he was very strict, and he wanted things done a specific way. And he was, but he was one of the best bosses I've ever had. And he could be a jerk sometimes, but for some odd reason, he was just one of the best bosses I've ever had. But... He, one day I was, I was in the training department and we had to give, we had to give classes to people. We had to go and, you know, we had to talk to a group of 15 at a time, uh, a group of 15 people at a time. Every two weeks we had to talk and train people and get in front of the class. And sometimes you had to introduce things in front of the warehouse. And I mean, he literally how I started public speaking, I'm not the, not the greatest. I'm not even good at it, but I am a better at it. I'm not like I'm not afraid to talk in front of a group of people no more. But what he did was, one day I came into work and he was like, "Hey, you're giving class today," and it was it was that it was like that, it was like that, and I was like, "Okay," or uh, and my first time I was extremely nervous and I was like, "You know what? Uh, I'm sick." I actually was sick that day. Actually, I, I took some, I was taking some fat burner pills uh, at the time I was uh, into working out heavily. I took some fat burner pills and uh, it was making me feel sick as hell. And then I was like, okay, well, I don't, you know, I don't have to give classes or nothing. And, you know, they, at that time I, I just got into the training department. I was like, okay, I don't have to give any classes or anything. I don't have to do anything. All I got to do today was supposed to be like an easy day where we just sit down and we, all, all the trainers in the classroom, one of the other experienced trainers are giving uh, class, and they're, you know, so I'm just sitting in class with them on my phone, so I'm thinking, like, okay, it's going to be an easy day, but as soon as 
they come as soon as I come in, he tells me like, okay, you're giving class. I'm like, you cocksuckers. So uh, that day I did go home, and I actually that was the first time uh, I went to my wife. I went to my wife's house at the time she was my she wasn't even my girlfriend. We just started talking and we just exchanged numbers, and uh, I got sick and I was like, you know what, I'm going home. And then I ta- I texted her and was like, hey, what are you doing? You know. And she was like, oh, I'm just at the house. And then that was the first time I ever was, that's the first time we ever, like, outside of work got to meet. Because I met her at work, and we would just talk at work. And that was the first time we ever, you know, talked outside of work. I went to her house, and I just kicked it at her house. And we watched movies and uh, kissed, and we didn't make love. It took We didn't have sex for, like, three or four months. But, yeah. But he, the, the next day I came in, I gave the rest of the class. And then after that, I mean, it was like, but everything, every other thing that needed to be done in the warehouse, like any other new, like, uh, training that needed to be done, it was like, hey, I mean, he was a proponent of, like, throwing you, throwing you to the water. That's how, that's how we learn. And that's one thing that was like, if I ever had anxiety, I mean, that definitely took it away. Because I'm like, I'm not going to be afraid to do it. I'm not going to turn it down. And then by him doing that and by me always being in the front and always giving lectures, I quickly got seen by a lot of uh, by a lot of management, a lot of upper management. And, you know, everything was, and whenever everything failed, everything went downhill once we exchanged bosses. My boss, uh, he went to day shift because I was on night shift. Then I got another boss at night, and he just, he went, he was, he already knew people. He came from a different shift, and his people followed him. And then all the work that I've done to get noticed in the warehouse, it just got set on the back burner. It was like, hey, listen. And he literally had his people that came over and just boosted them up. It was like, I felt like when he switched over, it was like, okay, uh, I know you've done all this work, and you put all this work in, but hey, you know, his, his he put his people up and was like, okay, well, this, so his people got the new positions and everything. And then he came to me after his pe- people were already in there. I was like, hey, man, what do you want to do at this warehouse? Do you want to move up? And at, at that time, by, by you know, because it was like a whole year and a half later, you know, his people were already where he wanted them. And it's like, hey, man, what do you want to do? I'm like, nigga, I was already close to there. I was already there, almost hitting my, hitting the peak where I was going to be. But then you came, but I was like, man, you know, I don't want to be here for real. I'm just here to collect the check. And it's like, okay, well, I really want you to move up. I really want you to do this. I'm like, nigga, it's too late, bro. You have ruined all my shots. You have made me not care about the job anymore. And uh, that's when I stopped caring. And then they went training, training the days. At that, by that time, I was like, yeah, I'm not, you know, because I used to dress up. I used to wear, I always wear button-down shirts. And, you know, I would always come in dressed to the T. And I, I did care about my job. I really did care about my job. And then it got to a point where it was just like, when he came in, I just felt like, you know, he wasn't, he wanted his people to get a shot. And he got his people shots. And he didn't want to work with me. He gave all everything that I was doing with my last boss. Like all the uh, jobs where I was actually giving lectures. And I, anything that could be seen by management or anything that could be like, okay. I see this. I mean, I got put completely on the back burner. I got com- put completely on the back burner. Like, okay, well, I'm going to give this to 
this person. I'm gonna give this to this person. All my little work that I was doing that this I that I already have been doing. He gave it all away, and you know I was like, okay, well I'm gonna have you. I see, you, and he tried to play it off like, well I see you doing this work, but I'm gonna take some of this work from you, and I'm like, I don't mind doing that work. And he just gave it away, and I was like, you know, by that time it had been like a year of me being put on the back. Every little job that I had was like, okay, well I'm gonna take this away and do this. Well, we normally I think we should do it this way, or like give any recommendation. Well. Uh, we don't do it that way. We're gonna, and it's like, bro, it worked perfectly how we were doing it. And see, but I never argued. I, I mean, I did a couple arguments, but so I was like, that's when I just stopped caring. I was like, yeah, this guy is a jerk, and he definitely doesn't like me, and he's never looked out for me for real. I mean, I had a couple of speaking, you know, things, but it was then we had to. It would just went downhill after that, and I just stopped caring. Then I went to the maintenance department, and it became basura. And that's where I was like, you know what? I got to get out of here because I can't stay at this job anymore. I cannot. But all right. Thank you, guys. It's time to get to work.